0: Okay, so after spending all of yesterday and this morning exploring the first foundation of mindfulness, which is mindfulness of the body, this afternoon I'd like to move on to the second foundation known as mindfulness of feeling tone, or Vedana to use the Pali word. And this word feeling tone is really a quite a technical term, technical but simple that refers to the recognition of our experiences as being either pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. The Buddha was really a master of deconstructing our experiences so that we can understand all the ways that we tend to get caught up in them. So last night in the Dharma talk, I talked about how we often live our lives as if we're in a movie, we're the star of our own movie show, and we create all kinds of intense dramas. And then we inhabit those dramas as if they were real. But the Buddhist teachings really help us to see through that tendency. And it's like, as if metaphorically, he's showing us how to, instead of look at the movie screen, to turn around and look at the projector to see how all this is being created. So we're being invited to withdraw our attention from the story and notice the mechanism that's making it happen. So if we really look at our experience, we see that in any moment all that's happening is a sight or a sound or a smell or a taste or a physical sensation or some kind of mental activity a thought or emotion, a mood or a mind state. That's all. We're experiencing contact at what are known as one of the six sense doors, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking. Along with that sense contact, automatically the body-mind registers it as either pleasant or unpleasant or neutral. So each one of those experiences, even right now, You're seeing the mind and body are recognizing that as pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. Hearing, same thing. We don't have any control over that happening. It's sort of hardwired into our nervous system. But what we do have control over is what the mind does with it next. So usually, if something rages us as pleasant, we want to hold on to it, to prolong it, to enhance it. If it registers as unpleasant, of course, the opposite, we want it to get rid of it, make it go away, make it stop. And if something registers as neither pleasant nor unpleasant, in other words, neutral, we tend to just space out, disconnect, not even recognize that we're having that experience. So just as with the first foundation, the, exper- the instructions here are the same. To simply know whether the experience is pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral, that's it. So the actual text says, And how, practitioners, does one in regard to feeling tone abide contemplating feeling tone? Here, when feeling a pleasant feeling tone, one knows, I feel a pleasant feeling tone. When feeling an unpleasant feeling tone, one knows I feel an unpleasant feeling tone. When feeling a neutral feeling tone, one knows I feel a neutral feeling tone. So I use the word feeling tone rather than what's sometimes a more common translation as feelings because there's a difference. In English, the word feelings often refers to emotions, emotions. But this word feeling tone is more basic than that. It's just that very simple hit of pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. And it's really the first link often in a whole chain reaction of responses. And we don't, as I'm saying, we don't have any control over that initial hit, but we can control how we respond. So this feeling tone is really the building block of all of our reactivity. So as I said, when something is pleasant, we go after it. We try to prolong it. And the more we keep doing that, the more we strengthen those pathways in the brain towards greed, towards sense desire, to the hindrance of sense desire. Similarly, the more we're not aware of our responses to unpleasant feeling tone, when we just get lost in aversion, we're strengthening the hindrance of ill will. And then if we're not aware of our spacing out in relation to neutral feeling tone, we're strengthening the hindrances of ignorance, delusion, uh, those kind of things. And there's an aphorism from neuroscience that uh, neurons that fire together wire together. So we're literally shaping our brains when we're unconscious of these default reactions. And the good news is that when we can bring mindfulness to them, we can create new neural pathways in a more skillful direction. So over time, the challenge is that the more we don't see these, the more that we let them become the default settings of our mind And over time, they become the inclination of our personality. So some of you may be familiar with uh, later in the Buddhist teachings, they developed a classification of personality types based on what are known as these three root energies of greed, hatred, and delusion. And so the mind that falls into sensual desire all the time, strengthening the capacity of greed that becomes the default setting of the mind. Likewise for hatred, likewise for delusion. And very broadly speaking, most of us have a tendency to be more predominant in one of those three than the other. And so this is not to provide you with something else to identify with, oh yes, I'm a greed type, or I'm a aversive type, I'm a deluded type. But it can be useful information to know, yeah, I do have that inbuilt tendency so I can learn how to apply the opposites, the antidotes. So I've shared with some of you before one way that you can work out what personality type you might be according to that system is to notice what was your response when you first heard that system so for some people a very common response is wow, that's interesting. Three personality types. I need to know more about that. Is there a book I can read? Or is there a Dharma talk? Like how can I find out more whether I'm a greed or a hatred or a delusion type? That's fascinating. For other people, a common response is you're kidding, three. That's pathetic. Like human beings are far more sophisticated and complicated than that. What a stupid basic system. I'm not even going to bother with it. And for other people, very common response is, wow, that's interesting. Three personality types, greed and hatred. What was that other one again? (laughs) I'm not sure. I could be greed, or maybe I'm more hatred, but yep, there was another one, wasn't it? What was that third one again? So you might recognize in there, right, the greed default, the hatred default, the delusion default. And again, that's just to see if we can, you know, in all of this we're starting to learn to recognize our default habits so that we can free ourselves from them, not so that we can cling more tightly to them. So the key in working with feeling tone is really this same attitude of bare awareness, to train in and to practice with just knowing the feeling tone as it is and not compounding it into a reaction. So that's what we're going to be doing in this uh, next session. We're going to be exploring feeling tone in relation to the six sense doors. So seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, mental activity. And I'm going to invite us to do it in pairs again if you would like, just because I think it can make it more alive and also help us stay awake. And then this will be the last dyad practice we'll do. After this, we'll be moving more fully into silence. So if you would like to do it with a partner, I invite you again to find someone to work with. If you'd rather do it alone, then again, just keep your eyes downcast. And we'll take a few moments just to... Get yourself set up.